was employed to your black party? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Free ribeye? Say it again. Free ribeye? Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not free ribs. <laughs> hey, Dietrich, I'm from the Dorchester Mass Pan area originally, and I've seen the changes that have come in that neighborhood. How, how are you accounting for what you're doing to change the neighborhood for the better? You know, um, I originally started the block program to shine light um, on what's going on in the, that Mattapan area. There's tremendous kids out there. They have tremendous talent, a lot of talent, and a lot of different things, videography, music, singing, arts, technology. And uh, when I came across those kids, I thought, I know Mattapan doesn't get a lot of good news, and I think uh, a really good thing that everybody should know is uh, what these kids are, are doing at Mattapan. So I uh, partnered with some guys there and people here and kind of created a platform so that those kids could, could shine and, and be the, the light in Mattapan. Hey, Dietrich, when you were a kid, did you have an organization like the Boys and Girls Club that you kind of went through? I wish I had, i put it that way. I didn't have anything like the Boys and Girls Club. It was kind of just my father and my brother and I, my parents, my brother and I, just kind of just uh, together and doing things. We kind of did like, you know, tons of sports and stuff like that. And little boys, little, um, what's it called, Boy Scouts when it was like real small. But other than that, just sports. So I think the Boys and Girls Club is a great outlet for kids after school program and also allow them to kind of try out different things, you know, that they're interested in, you know, so it's pretty cool. How, how much personal involvement, how much time do you dedicate to an event like this, but also to those kids during the course of the year, let alone, you know, for this event? <coughs> Mostly during the off season, I'm there periodically, just visit, you know, just kind of meet the kids, talk to them, uh, get to know them, stuff like that. During the season, not so much, because I'm always here all the time, but uh, if I ever have free time, I like, I like to go over there, hang out with them, grab food, play the guitar, or no, play the drums, make noise on the guitar. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that's pretty neat. What are the biggest challenges this week uh, going up against the Bears offense? They're a very explosive team. Um, they're one of those teams that uh, you put the ball in Fields' hands, he's going to make a big, big play, or he can throw it to one of his his uh, receivers, Mooney or something like that. They're, those guys are really good. Um, their running backs, both of those guys, once again, are powerhouses. You get the ball, either one of those guys, the ball, they have the ability to, to, to make great plays. So we got to make sure we stop the running game and uh, get out the quarterback. As a player, what does it mean to play on Monday Night Football? It's exciting. You know, the world's watching. So it's kind of pretty cool. Uh, lights, under lights. Being a kid watching or watching Monday Night Games and any type of night football, it was always cool just to hear that theme song play. You know, it's kind of just cool. So I won't personally hear it on the field, but I know it's just being played, you know. Uh, but it's just awesome playing on Monday night. So looking forward to doing that. You mentioned Fields. Uh, you played mobile quarterbacks before, Lamar obviously is. But he's a little bit different in his size. Is it changed the way you have to approach someone like that because he is a little bit more physical? You know, I kind of treat all quarterbacks who can run and that elusive the same. Make sure we, we, we contain them, keep them in the pocket, not let them make plays with the legs. So it's about the same game plan for me.
Because the whole defensive line has really stepped up the last few weeks, especially with Lawrence Guy out and Christian missing some time in the game last week. So how has that depth and versatility allowed you guys to sort of continue making plays and scheme it up in, a different, in different ways? You know, once we lost those two guys, uh, a lot of guys stepped up, kind of, they kind of found their identity um, while playing the game. A lot of young guys played, um, guys played different positions, and uh, it, was, it was really cool to see. And uh, that's something that we take pride of when someone goes down the next man up. And we take playing D-line very personal, you know what I'm saying? So if you, if you make something very personal, then you, you, you kind of think of it like this is my job. My job is to stop the run or don't let anybody come to my gap and affect the guy with, with the ball. So we do that as well. Yeah. You feel like you guys are close as a group to finding an identity on defense? And if so, what is that? Um, I would say we are very close, uh, not so much close. I think we have found our identity, honestly. I think our, our defense is doing a fantastic job playing together. Um, everybody has their their roles that they, they play, and they play it well. And the fact that we all play our roles together makes it, makes it wonderful to see on game day. We're doing a fantastic job getting after the pass rush. Uh, stopping the run, and then on the back end, they're, they're doing a phenomenal job uh, containing the running game uh, from the outside and also containing the receivers. So I think our identity is, is self-explanatory. As you watch, you'll see what it is. As your snap count has gone up the last couple of years, in particular as much as you played this year, is there something you're doing differently conditioning-wise or uh, you know, to maintain your, your legs to keep, keep yourself you know, conditioned to you know, I've been doing the same thing for six years. After every game, I take care of my legs, massage, cold tub, hot tub, some type of stretching. After practices, I stretch. So I've been doing this for years. Uh, and this, this, this isn't new to me, playing football, uh, having soreness, um, make sure my diet is correct. I'm not eating too much junk food anytime. Eat natural, eat uh, as clean as possible. That helps me recover well. Um, drink a lot of water, hydrate the body. Eat a lot of fruits, you know, stuff like like that, and uh, make sure I'm getting this my soft tissue work and stretching, and just keep doing that over and over again, and feel as best feel as best as you can by game day. And that's kind of the, the motto. Dietrich, what stands out to you about Demarcus Covington as a coach, and what kind of growth you've seen from him during his time here? I think you guys came in the league at the same time. The growth of Demarcus Covington is, uh, I would say, he has grown. Um, as a leader and also his knowledge of the game. He has the ability to see what other coaches see, but also as a true teacher, break down to where his teammates, sorry, his teammates, his, um, his players can understand what he's saying and execute it as such. And he, he does a wonderful job, like, kind of like reading the room. If we're like, you know, Okay, we're kind of like not feeling the game plan, something like that. He's able to kind of like, okay, kind of what do you see in the game? And then, um, or like, like in the game, he's able to like listen to, to, to the player. All right, cool. And then he'll go back and kind of like scheme a game plan up that works for that particular player or something like, like that. And to be, I guess, more, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, to be more detailed on that answer, but let's say like I play different blocks, such as somebody else. So he knows how to coach me a little bit differently than he coaches Baltimore, coaches LG or something like that. So he's he's grown in that leadership teacher role as well as his intellect. Teacher, guys, the third straight week you guys have 
face the rushing team that's like top ten in the league in a lot of categories. Uh, you know, what what kind of changes when you go into a game like that where you know they want to run the football versus maybe a game where you're hitting a team that passes the ball a lot? So what's your question? Just what what changes from your mentality, you know, in, in terms of the focus of stopping the run when you play a team like, you know, the Browns or Chicago this week? Our mentality doesn't really change. When we, I feel like, uh, like LG always says, uh, playing the run is a mindset. Playing the pass is, is art. And uh, when we play, when we face running teams, it's a mindset to stop the running team, stop them from from gaining yards. No matter if it's inside, outside, in the rounds, whatever trick plays, whatever it is, it's to stop the run. And our mindset is, like I said previously, our mindset is you want to stop the run, make a team one-dimensional, and then affect the pass. That's kind of how that goes. This week, it doesn't necessarily have any impact on it. But in the last three games, you guys lead as a team, lead the league in point differential, a large part just because of the growth of the defense. What have you seen over the last couple of weeks that have allowed you guys to take that next step? We're just playing well together, honestly. Everybody's just doing their job, and that's kind of what we're doing. I kind of feel like a broken record, but I feel like our linebackers are really doing well, like um, Bent and Raquan, they're doing a, a phenomenal job kind of like seeing what the play formats, what's going on in, in the backfield, getting everybody lined up. And then when the ball snaps, it's go time. Guys in the back, the McCourty's uh, doing a wonderful job getting all the, the DBs lined up. You know, our rookie's playing well, our D-line's playing well. So we're all playing well together. And that's kind of what is helping our progress just move that, forward. Is it just that communication, just everyone knowing what they're doing in terms of that 111? Yeah, you can say it's, it's, it's our chemistry. Uh, one guy who does uh, something in the back end, second level, and sometimes up front with you is Kyle Duggar. Um, what's the most impressive play you've seen Kyle make in a game or in practice? The next play. I feel like Kyle makes phenomenal plays. He really does. Like He has the ability to shut down anybody he goes against in coverage, has the ability to chase on anybody from the back end, can set the edge in the run. He he does everything extraordinary, and that's something that um, we we see. And when he's not in the game, it's noticeable. So when he's he's in the game, he's our playmaker. Anything else? Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate it.